Welcome to Talk the Talk. I'm Bill Newman. And I'm Buzz Eisenberg. And we welcome back to our show the mayor of Northampton. This is a special mo- special Monday edition. Let's try that again. This is a special Wednesday edition. I believe it's Wednesday of Mayor's Monday. And we have with us the mayor of Northampton, Gina Louise Shera, uh, because, well, Monday, the first Monday was New Year's Day. Uh, and so here we are with a special midweek edition of Mayor's Monday with the mayor of Northampton. Well, it was indeed a holiday, and first night was really quite amazing in Northampton. So let's spend a minute on that before we get to so many things we want to ask you about today, Mayor. Happy with first Great. night? Thank you. Happy um, ha- happy Wednesday. Good to be with all of you. Happy. I know we're kind of outside this window, but happy New Year, nevertheless, since I haven't seen you all. And um, yes, let's talk a little bit about first night. It was a great first night. The weather was fabulous. Um, and we have an estimate that there are about 10,000 people that turned out for first night, which is absolutely great. So um, if you were downtown, you saw that um, people were, were everywhere enjoying the stores and enjoying the venues. Um, a lot of the venues were absolutely packed. I was volunteering for about five hours at 33 Holly Street. Um, and with, there were just great performances there and families streaming in. So it was a really fabulous day. And raise some money for the arts in Northampton. That is historically part of the yeah. reason, part of the uh, one of the attributes of First Night. Yes, it was a good. There was strong uh, button sales, and um, and it was all around a successful First Night. So, um, so we were just really, really happy. And I want you to know, I've been wearing for uh, well over a year the uh, button from the uh, previous year's First Night. It says "Adult" on it, and I. People keep pointing someday. at it, and I keep insisting it's aspirational. <laughs> You'll get there someday. Though. Someday. We'll do it. Mayor, uh, I, I want to tell you, I'm, I'm working with and representing a uh, young Russian immigrant, and uh, she um, got a first night button. And uh, the look on her face when she tried to describe in broken English how, what a wonderful time she had um, in Northampton for first night, um, a first experience she came in on October 23rd. So this was her oh, entree wow. into uh, the United States and what an entree it was. Oh, my goodness. I love that story. Thank you, Buzz, for telling me. I'm I'm so glad that she enjoyed it. And um, tell her welcome. I we're, sure we're will. so happy she's here. Yes, she enjoyed it and she was awed. <laughs> Great. Mayor, let's turn, if we might, to uh, an email I received from you or your office in the last day or two about name the campaign and i was scratching my head a bit little thinking okay the little creativity here would be in order you have invited the community to name the campaign this is the main street redesign and the campaign to make sure that i think businesses continue to flourish during the construction why don't you tell us about that and how it's going and whether you have a favorite yet okay um Yes. So name the campaign. So a little, I think some people have been confused. It's not about renaming Picture Main Street. It's actually, as you said, it's about um, the partnership that the city has with the Greater Northampton Chamber of Commerce and the Downtown Northampton Association. And together, as I've announced before, we are building a campaign to support our Main Street businesses during the period of construction. Um, so we're, we're working on all sorts of different ideas to support the impacted businesses and the most impacted businesses during their, their biggest point of construction. 
Um, so to continue our kind of community involvement and collaboration, we've created this Name the Campaign Contest. So we're asking people um, to submit creative and inspiring names for this campaign that's aimed at bolstering um, our establishments through, this, through the construction process. Um, so yeah, we want everyone to be really creative um, and suggest a memorable and, and a fitting name for this kind of campaign. Um, so, you know, something we, so first of all, let me tell you, this has already been a very successful um, contest. We have 80 submissions. Uh, we started taking submissions um, towards the beginning of this month and they, uh, we are keeping it open until January 31st. Um, and then the committee, so the committee from the DNA and the city and the chamber will come together and we'll, we'll look at all of these and select the most compelling name. Um, and then the winner uh, will be announced in February and we'll get a $50 Northampton gift card um, for their creativity. And so we have 80, about 80 submissions. Um, they range from, you know, just one word to limericks, um, whole songs. Um, generally, they're very positive and nice and supportive. Some people have chosen to express themselves in other ways doing this. Um, but, you know. <laughs> it, there is that First Amendment thing, you know, people take advantage of it. Uh, who, who Who's the committee? Who, who are the judges? Who decides? So, so this working group that we have, which is, um, you know, myself and the economic development team in the city um, and the, the Downtown Northampton Association, their executive director, um, and we have members from the chamber as well. So the, the executive director of the chamber um, and some of their economic development group as well. We, we are the working group that's working on putting this campaign together. And, so. and how do we submit a, 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 uh, a suggestion or a, a, uh, an entry to the contest? So you can find the submission form. Um, at, if you go to the city website, so that's northamptonma.gov, right at the top of our website, we have a banner that that's about Picture Main Street. That's going to be your fastest way to get there. So if you click on that and get to the Picture Main Street page, in the center of that, um, you'll see a button for uh, submitting the contest. That'll bring you to a form that you can fill out. So um, please, everybody, um, bring your best minds to this. We, I know we've had a lot of fun trying to think of names. We've tried to think of acronyms and all sorts of different things. So but we, we know the perfect name is out there, and we hope you come up with it. Bill Newman, you are the master of catchy phrases. Aren't you going to participate? Okay, leading me to the, my next question. Are the submissions anonymous? <laughs> no, they are not because, um, as I said, we there is a, um, a gift card that will be awarded as a token of appreciation for the winner of this contest. I bet you that the 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 competition is fast and furious. I mean... We have a lot of creative people in Iran. By the way, is uh, this is this is for the benefit of Buzz? Can how to put this out of towners submit their 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 suggestions? So we have certainly been getting a lot of um, a lot of submissions from people from out of town. So I think that uh, we are going to allow that. The initially, I think we said residents, but um, we have a ton of people. You know, I think it's been on TV news, um, so that's it's given it a wider. Um, audience, and so we have a lot of submissions from out of town. 
Okay, so we'll make it or break it for Main Street. I get it. That's, we'll do something. Uh, was that your submission right there? No, that was horrible. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay there's unanimity on that. All right. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to turn to uh, another matter that is facing the city of significant importance that also happened, I believe, the last year of the, the last day of the year or the first day of this year which was uh, the uh, uh, effective uh, resignation of uh, Jody Casper as police chief, uh, which means that the city needs to be engaged in a search for a new police chief. Can you tell us how that's going, please? What are the next steps? Yes. So, yes, we have interim uh, chief John Cartledge right now, um, who had been a captain. And right now, um, we have a request for proposals out for a search firm. So we wanted, we really wanted to cast a wider net for search firms um, because we're looking to do a wider search for the best chief for Northampton. Um, so our goal is to get the best pool of candidates that will fit our city and our culture and, um, and understand our priorities. So um, it's also really important to us that um, we work with a search firm that understands some of the projects and initiatives that we have here that are kind of special and, and unique. And we want a chief who's going to um, embrace them and, and want to work um, with us on them as well. So that mean, meaning the Division of Community Care and the Resilience Hub. Um, so anyone that's applying to be chief, we want, you know, we want to be very clear what our priorities and approaches are so that um, they can decide whether they would be a good fit. And, and again, we're looking to get a, you know, a good pool of candidates. It's, um, it's not been really easy, I think, for a lot of uh, a lot of departments that are looking for new chiefs. Um, I think it's this is a tough moment, and um, you know we've certainly heard of other searches that are taking a long time or have to be reopened. So um, we are trying to do this process in the best way we can, so that we can really identify the best the best person. Um, so again, the request for proposals for a search firm is. Uh, we'll be closing soon and we'll be um, choosing a firm and then we'll be moving forward with a process with um, a committee and um, and creating a prospectus of, on Northampton uh, that hopefully will encourage some good folks to apply. It sounds to me, Mayor, that the, we are a long ways away from hiring a new police chief. This is a request for proposals to hire a search firm that then will create a process for uh, requesting candidates to apply for the position, and then there'll be a whole process of uh, determining which one of those candidates, if any of them, uh, will be selected as the chief. That sounds like it's a long process. Am I wrong about that? Well, I mean, I think it's a, it's the standard process. You know, I, I have said before that we're not going to rush this process. We want to make sure that we get the right person. Um, and but you know this is what these firms do so once they're engaged uh, you know they they i think move can move fairly quickly um because this is this is what they do is is create these sort of searches for communities will this be a nationwide search for a new police chief yes that's what we're we are hoping to find a firm that will will have kind of wider reach than just massachusetts or western mass and does northampton uh, I, I understand what you've just said about the importance of being a good fit of a new police chief understanding the culture and the priorities here and how policing should work in Northampton and perhaps 
even have a vision for the future of policing in Northampton. I understand all of that, or at least a lot of it. Uh, what I don't know is whether or not Northampton pays competitively for a police chief because the economics of this, particularly someone's moving here from uh, out of state, uh, are, are significant. Do we pay competitively? Um, I mean, I think we pay competitively for the region. We're certainly not the highest paying in the region. Um, and, you know, you bring up a valid point. I, I, I don't know what the pool is going to look like. All I can do is try and create a possibility to, to, um, to get our opening in front of people that are maybe somewhere else in the country and could be interested in, in working in a progressive community who's, who's doing some really interesting stuff. Um, around public safety. We are speaking with the mayor of Northampton, Jean-Louis Scherer. When we come back, I want to find out about whether or not Northampton anticipates having enough money in the budget to maintain its present school funding. We'll be right back. Listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg. WHMP. On this special Wednesday edition of Mayor's Monday, we are speaking with the mayor of Northampton, Jean Louise Scherer. I want to ask about the, I think it's million dollar, two million dollar shortfall uh, projected for the schools. Before we get to that, uh, there has been a lot of discussion in the Daily Hampshire Gazette on the uh, opinion pages about Coca-Cola leaving and what that is going to do to the cost of water here in Northampton. Can you share your thoughts on that? And then we'll get to another difficult topic, which is school funding. Sure. So, yes, Coca-Cola is leaving, and um, they have not left yet, but we have definitely seen that they are starting to shut down their operations. So we've seen a really significant decrease in their use of water. Um, so uh, as they're decommissioning this plant, they are um, they are shutting down. So um, and it may take they may stop using water, and then it may take months for them to actually fully get out of that location. We don't really know yet, um, but they've said they're leaving, and we definitely see evidence that that is happening um, as they're using less water. Um, we, you know, we know that they are tr working with trying to find uh, places for their workers to go. I actually just met one yesterday who um, has a new job, um, a great new job. So, you know, they're working with the Franklin Hampshire Workforce Board. And um, so I'm hoping that uh, those, you know, they at, at their peak, I think they had 320 or so employees that they are all going to um, land in, in great new employment. Uh, which is a huge concern. And, um, you know, last year we did have to make a change to our uh, base rate in water and sewer to be able to, to make the revenue um, up that we already are seeing a massive drop in. So the increase in water rates has already gone into effect. Coca-Cola, of course, the bottling plant being a huge consumer of water in Northampton. Northampton obviously has the capability of providing the water, but realistically there's no other business that's going to take the place of Coca-Cola in terms of being a customer for Northampton water like that. Is that right? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, they are a huge part of our water and sewer enterprise. And so the, the change that we made, it wasn't to the, the rate, it, it wasn't to the, the usage rate, it was a base rate on water and sewer, um, which we made last calendar year, um, is to offset that change in revenue because we wouldn't be able to prove revenue to the Department of Revenue. And I guess the- um, And we are already seeing a massive change in that revenue. So the increase has already gone into effect? Correct. And with regard to it doesn't the, cover, you know, some of the, that doesn't cover a lot of um, deferred maintenance and other things that need to be done in the water and sewer enterprise. But this is truly just to plug the hole that that Coke is leaving. And what about use of the Coca-Cola building once it is vacated by Coca-Cola in the industrial park? What's what's the plan for that? So my biggest interest is that they they sell that plant to someone else who um, who will contribute not just to our tax base but also to um, our water and sewer enterprise. They tell me that they that is also their goal and that they're working to um, to identify real uh, an excellent new buyer who um, will will you know also. Um, serve that serve the community in that way and and sort of fill that hole um, they're you know I don't I don't know more than that other than they say that they're working and you know actually we have been um, in a lot of communication with the economic development um, secretary for the state and congressman and government's been great with this um, uh, Lynn's you know rep Sabadosa and Senator Comerford we all have been working very closely together for um, you know almost two years now and um, have been talking to Coke and, and trying to impress upon them how important it is that um, they sell this plant to um, a, someone who will be a good steward of it. Mayor while we're talking about uh, money and lack of it the schools in Northampton, like schools across the valley and throughout the region, are facing a really significant budget shortfall for reasons that are really common to school systems here. Two million dollars, as I understand it, I, I don't. Uh, no, it's larger than that, Bill. <laughs> it, it is a larger shortfall than that, and that so that's um, you know right now I think it's a two point seven million dollar shortfall, but that's with cuts that the superintendent has um, has put forward. Uh, so for the last two years, um, if you read my budget messages, I've been saying that this cliff is coming. It's actually been identified that this, it's, there, may, there are multiple reasons. So yes, first let's start with your right. This is not a unique situation for Northampton. It's not even just for the region. This is a national conversation. So school districts across the country are facing a fiscal cliff this year with the end of ESSER funds. So ESSER funds are the COVID relief funds that were uh, for, for public education. Um, so with those funds ending this year, districts are facing cliffs. So that is part of the story here in Northampton. Um, there, there are other parts of the story too, which um, have been identified for years that the, that the cliff was coming. And these cliffs are sort of merging at the same time to form a super cliff um, because uh, the school, um, the schools have been using more of their school choice funds than they've been bringing in. So there's been an imbalance there, uh, which is essentially like a reserve fund that they have. And so they've reached a cliff with that as well. Um, so even though um, the city has, uh, is, is um, providing a 4%, has provided, a, it was a 5% increase last year. Uh, no, two years ago, it was 5%. Um, 
last year it was higher than that. It was more like, I'll have to look it up. Um, and this year, even with a 4% um, increase, there's a cliff. Okay, Mayor. Um, we're talking about a budget that has to go into effect. I take it on July 1st. $2.7 million to this school budget. That's a huge hole. Is there a solution that you know of? And what's the process for figuring it out? I mean, that's the process we're going through right now. There's not an easy solution, which I know is really hard for people to hear. Um, the, you know, last year we pulled $1.2 million out of reserve funds to help um, sort of soften this, this cliff and uh, with the understanding, and, you know, we talked about this last year, um, I put out a joint press release with the, with NACE, which is this, the unions for the schools, um, saying that we are pulling 1.2 out of reserves, and this is a two-year plan where we're going to have to make cuts because this cliff is coming. Um, so it's not, this isn't a surprise. I think what I, is, I think the how big the cliff is maybe is surprising. It was a little bit surprising for me. The, the problem is when you use one-time funds to plug a shortfall and you're talking about compounding um, expenses, then that just creates a larger hole the next year. And that's sort of what we've seen is that we've tried to, um, we've, we've tried to sort of lessen this hole or tried to sort of uh, mitigate the impact but it actually creates a bigger hole the next year. The next step is what? So I'm holding the joint meeting. Um, so this is something that's part of the charter, says that the mayor calls a meeting uh, before the commencement of the budget process. We, we started the school budget process earlier because of this issue. Um, but generally, um, the mayor calls this meeting to review the financial condition of the city and revenue and expenditure forecasts and other relevant information around developing a coordinated budget between the city and the two school districts that we have here uh, with Smithvoke as well. Um, this is also timed with um, the, the governor's budget. So the governor, we will get the cherry sheet from the governor. Um, I think it's on the 24th is when she delivers that. So um, we will get to, we'll have an idea about state revenue. I, I mean, about uh, what we're gonna get from the state. Um, and just, I mean, I feel like we're, we're getting a bit of a forecast uh, these weeks as we're, you know, their headlines that the governor's announced $375 million in cuts from the state budget because they have a $1 billion revenue hole because um, state revenues have been falling. So I don't have super high hopes for the cherry sheet, um, although they, um, they've said that, you know, it's, they're not going to make cuts in education on the education side. Um, but so I will do this this joint presentation with the two school committees um, in January, and we're going to have a long, detailed budget discussion this year. We have been speaking with the mayor of Northampton on this special Wednesday edition of Mayor's Monday. Jean Louise Shera, thank you so very much for your time, your insight, and thank your you. leadership. Thank you. This is Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg.